0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, January 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. WOTUS rule may finally see the light of day. Trump pushes EU trade deal and USDA releases school meals proposal. WOTUS rule announcement likely to come today. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Andrew Wheeler and Assistant Secretary of the Army R.D. James will make a major water policy announcement today on a press call with reporters. Could it be the long-awaited voters? Well, it's hard to come to many other conclusions, especially with Wheeler slated to address the National Association of Home Builders and a National Builder Show in Las Vegas this afternoon. The speech will be live-streamed, like the American Farm Bureau Federation and other farm groups. NAHB challenged the Obama administration's 2015 rule in court. U.S. MCA signing evokes new trade optimism. Senator Chuck Grassley, acting in his capacity as Senate pro tem, signed the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement Implementation Act yesterday. The act sends the new North American trade pact to the White House for President Donald Trump's signature, but it also evokes a new sense of optimism among lawmakers and the ag sector for improving trade conditions around the globe. USMCA, the trade deal with China, signed last week and the pact with Japan that went into effect January one. They're all providing new momentum for farmers that have been struggling with low prices, Chinese tariffs, and adverse weather. That's the word of Senators Pat Roberts of Kansas and Rob Portman of Ohio, who attended the signing yesterday. Portman said, we have a lot of people that were looking for the light at the end of the tunnel because it's been tough with the tariffs and with the weather and with low prices. Now keep in mind, Canada still has not ratified USMCA. The acronym is actually C-U-S-M-A in Canada, but that's expected soon, according to Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Work on the PAC will begin in earnest on Monday when Parliament returns after its winter holiday and implementing language should be ready by Wednesday, he said. Passing the new NAFTA in Parliament is our priority, trudeau told reporters, this week. Millions of Canadians depend on stable, reliable trade with our largest trading partners. Trump wants EU trade deal finished this year. President Donald Trump bounced back and forth with reporters on whether he had a timeline in mind to wrap up a trade agreement with the European Union and then revealed he wants to see it done before the 2020 election. Trump speaking with reporters said, I don't have a timeline, but maybe I do in my own mind. He's there to attend the Davis Economic Forum and has also been meeting with European leaders like European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. They have to move relatively quickly, but they have to treat us fairly. But a deal won't be easy. President Trump said he had predicted the Europeans would be tougher negotiators than the Chinese. They have trade barriers where you can't trade, Trump said. They have tariffs all over the place. They make it impossible. USDA seeks feedback on easing school regs. A proposal to give local schools more flexibility in administering federal nutrition standards is being published in the Federal Register today. It kicks off a 60-day comment period for industry and the public. Under the proposed rule, local schools would have more control over meal service times and the number of food items a child selects. The new flexibility would extend to vegetable requirements that USDA set following passage of the Healthy Hunger-Free Kids Act. Among other things, schools would have more control over which vegetables to offer kids. Beans and other legumes that are offered to students as a meat alternative could count toward meeting part of the vegetable requirement. The proposal says legumes are a consistently underserved and under consumed vegetable subgroup. The School Nutrition Association, which represents local school nutrition officials, specifically praised USDA for proposing to end a requirement that school breakfasts include a serving of grains. SNA says that would make it easier for schools to serve protein options like eggs, yogurt, or turkey sausage. But, The Food Research and Action Center sharply criticized the plan. The proposal, they say, quote, would weaken the nutrition standards, eliminate the guarantee that all children will receive a balanced and healthy school meal regardless of school setting, and diminish the nutritional value of other foods sold in the cafeteria. That according to the group. Tax credit extension may be hope for shuttered biodiesel plants. The biodiesel diesel industry hopes the extension of a tax credit through 2022 will bring shuttered plants back online and expired at the end of 2017. National Biodiesel diesel Board's Kirk Kavarik tells Agripulse that while the extension is encouraging for companies, a market shakeout must take place first. There's a market understanding of the financial impact of what it means for the individual companies are going to have to determine for themselves but it makes economic sense for those plants to come back online, Kavaric said. Some 10 biodiesel plants across the country have paused production since early last year. Companies rely heavily on the tax credit to make business decisions. Harvard researcher responds to criticism. Harvard nutritionist Walter Willett, accused of acting unethically by Texas A&M Chancellor John Sharp in a letter to Harvard's president pushed back against Sharp's criticism late yesterday. In an email to Agripulse, Willett said his and other researchers' concern about the original Annals of Internal Medicine paper was the fact that major bodies of evidence were omitted, relative studies excluded, because the authors didn't like the results and irrelevant information was included. He said a better overall review of the evidence is in a recent review by Dr. Frank Hugh a Harvard nutrition scientist who was criticized by Sharp. Willett added that conflict of interest issues involving a Texas A&M researcher were reported in both the New York Times and the Washington Post, which noted that nutrition and food science professor Brian Johnston initially did not disclose funding from Texas A&M AgLife Research and International Life Science Institute of North America. As for allegations about breaking the embargo for the annals paper and using bots to flood AIM boxes, those are, quote, simply false, and I don't know where this came from, Willett said. Dietary Guidelines meeting in Houston for Thursday and Friday. The Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee is meeting in Houston today and tomorrow. Included on the agenda are reports from the committee subcommittee and on Friday three hours for public comments. The next meeting is in March in Washington, D.C. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, January 23rd. It's brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.